0: Horrendous, horrendous. Um, I think that's good for me. All right, thank you.
1: <laughs> Corbin, everyone. Loves turtles. I only love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Your next comedian, keep your hands a-clappin' everybody. It's Camuel Baldwin. Yay.
2: Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Hey, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking about how ma- I've been maturing over the past couple of years and whatnot. And you like talking. So like for the past couple of years, I- I've been really like mindful about like me growing up as a person. And um, I've learned to like accept the things that I can't control and to let go of the things that I. Well, no, I fucked that up. I learned to let go of the things that I can't control and accept the things that I can't. And like, it became very clear to me once I had, um, I got to a fight with an escort in the back of an Uber pool. <laughs> but like, before I tell you that story, I wanna talk about this story about how I witnessed um, a kangaroo threesome in um, Australia. So, I was in, a, I was in Australia, and we get off the plane, and then we get into a, um, a taxi. And the first thing I learned, like, about Australia from an Australian, now imagine this in an Australian accent, we like, we, we tell him we're going to our hotel, and then we're like, so like, what can you tell us about Australia? You know what I'm saying? I was like, we're visiting, I'm like, obviously. So like. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to figure out what's going on. First thing he says to me, now imagine this in an Australian accent. He goes, well, most of the koala bears have chlamydia, and they're fucking vicious, and they will gouge your eyes out. And, um, but for the most part, they're docile because they stay doped up off eucalyptus leaves all day. All koalas bears do is sleep, shit, eat, and fuck. And for 60 bucks, you can get a picture taken with one at, your, at the local kangaroo sanctuary. And as he said, I was like, yes. After we drop our stuff off at the hotel, take us to this kangaroo sanctuary. So we're in the kangaroo sanctuary. And uh, we this this guide. And we see these two kangaroos like hopping like majestically like around the perimeter of the of the enclosure, right? And eventually like he tells us like, okay, they're in heat right now, this is their mating season and whatnot. And he's basically, there's a, there's a male kangaroo chasing a female kangaroo and he's trying to get some ass. So as they come around the enclosure, like the female, like we were in a group and the female like slowly, majestically like hop passes our group and we see her pass. And then like a couple seconds later, the male, he's hopping majestically past our group. And as he gets to where our group was, like I'm standing in the middle of the group and I see the kangaroo as he's hopping towards the female, he looks at our group, he sticks his tongues out, and then he winks at us. And then he goes back and immediately mounts the female. <laughs> but the thing is though, like when he passed our group, he was looking and winking at fucking me. And I'm like, what the, like, i like, don't do that to me, bro. Like, don't, don't bring me into your, like, your weird, like, like, trouble. I'm not trying to be, like, part of this fucking Kangaroo 3. So I'm like, why would you fucking do that to me? Like, I felt so fucking disrespected, right? But, like, I felt kind of honored, too, at the same time. Kinda, like, I kind of respected that. But, like, he kind of, he saw me be like, yo, bro, watch this. I'm like, nigga, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's my time. I'm Camille Ball. I appreciate it. Samuel Baldwin, everyone,
1: likes to watch kangaroos fucking. Your next comedian, I'm super excited to bring him up to the stage. Clap your hands together for Trevor Whedon!
0: Sorry my face looks like this. Um, (laughs) uh, So I I found my old microphone. Um, This isn't me being a... Fresh open micer, just like, oh, I brought a new one. Uh, I was in a band before, and uh, we were kind of like the who. Um, not so much music wise. Uh, our drummer died of an overdose. <laughs> Sad, right? <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, uh, does anyone like Call of Duty? Call of Duty, they just came out with a new one. Yeah, got one. Yeah, I, I don't like talking to people either. Um, yeah, I like Call of Duty. You know who really likes Call of Duty is Alec Baldwin. Uh, because I heard he challenged Helena Hutchins to a 1v1 on Rust. turns out he won. He shot and killed someone, that's it. (laughs) Uh, next. Did you guys see that, um, Johnny Cash biopic? Uh, it's called Walk the Line. I really think it should be called Need for Speed. No? God damn. (laughs) <laughs> he had an addiction to speed anyway next one World. anyone know what that is it's the travis scott music festival uh, made headlines recently um because excuse me uh because eight people died 11 people or more got injured due to the fans just rushing the stage when he went on stage uh and people were just getting trampled all over the place and there's also reports of some random dude uh, sticking people with drugs it with a needle. Um, before I make these puns, um, I'm gonna assume like maybe one of you know Travis Scott music, but uh, I'll just go with it. Um, but yeah, I think rather than this gentleman being a bad person sticking people with drugs, I think he was just a big fan of Travis Scott saying, here, these are drugs you should try which left a lot of people go in sicko mode, and I really hope the uh, medical tent had the antidote. But, you know, hearing this news, it just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, I know, I wrote that today. Uh, I'll leave on this one. Uh, so I was sleeping the other day, anyone do that? Uh, I, I also had a dream and uh, I was at a 7-Eleven Uh, got a taquito there, and then uh, dropped it on the ground uh, of this disgusting city floor, sidewalk, with gum, hair, poop. Um, And after I dropped it, I just kept on eating it, which disgusts me, uh, because I'm a germaphobe. I wash my hands so much that I gave myself eczema. That's how much of a germaphobe I am. So I woke up in a fright, like, ah, oh, God. Good thing it was just a dream, which is funny, because two weeks later, I uh, went. I was skipping merrily the tenderloin, uh, as you would, and um, stopped at a Seven Eleven, ordered a taquito, took a bite out of it, dropped it on the ground, and kept eating it because, before being a germaphobe, I'm a dream follower, everyone, and I'm also cheap. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Forever in following his dreams. Fantastic. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Darren
3: Busing.
4: At my age, no one cares what I look like anymore, so I get to just give up. It is wonderful. I can slap on some cargo shorts, nice and beige, not remotely shaped like the human body. I can do a Macarena self-grope whenever I lose my keys hell yeah surrender looks good on me this dude knows what i'm talking about you look like you know a lot about giving up <laughs> how about after the show we go to costco and talk fashion <laughs> So, my wife susan and i we've been married for uh, redacted years now so we're trying different things in the bedroom to you know spice things up a little bit we've learned a lot like we're both really allergic to cayenne pepper no- <laughs> I know a lot of you have burned your tongue in a hot pocket, but not like I have. So instead we went to go over to the good vibrations. Got to say, most of that stuff is not our speed. Anal beads? You expect me to put these inside the mother of my children? We were raised to respect one-way streets. And what is pulling them out going to accomplish except to remind me that I have to mow my lawn? So he said, okay, you guys, we got to start you guys slow. Why don't you try this little game called Sexy Six? It's simple, you throw six dice and smash together whatever body parts show up. Word of advice, don't start with the Cirque du Soleil edition, not unless you have a very discreet chiropractor. Thankfully, they took a mercy on us, they let us exchange that game for the AARP version of the dice game. Turns out if you replace fisting with missionary and a couple of dice, you suddenly have much better odds on the cum line. Kids now know not to be alarmed whenever mom yells, Yahtzee! So, I've had trouble with insomnia for quite a few years. No segues here. Uh, I've tried a lot of programs. They all say what's important is to simply relax. Just make these 12 changes to your everyday life. First, no caffeine after noon. I'm reduced to herbal teas. It sucks. I have a chamomile bag that literally says, keep five minutes while thinking peaceful thoughts. Blow me, I need liquid will to live. This cup of hot hay water can fuck right off. I don't want to get trolled by a teabag, I'd rather get teabagged by a troll. No alcohol for four hours before bed. Those are the best drinking hours, am I right? What are you supposed to do, knock these back at our day jobs? Sorry boss, doctor's orders. There's so many rules. You got to go to bed at the same time every night, but only if you're really tired. Write down in a diary how much you're awake in the middle of the night, but don't stare at the clock. Oh, yeah, and remember to meditate. I'm sorry, in the middle of this foot-long to-do list, did you forget the part about doing nothing for 15 minutes? Sucks to be you. You're going to be up all night again. And don't look at the phone at night. That blue light will fuck you up. Where do you think I keep track of all this shit? My checklist is on here. My sleep diary is on here. My goddamn meditation app is on here. You know what? If you're an Amish insomniac, you've already tried all of this. You're fucked. Just give up and throw yourself under a horse. Feeling good, San Francisco? <laughs> Alright, one last question. If you drink your stepsister's breast milk, does that make it half and half? Oh, don't you turn sour on me too. Alright, that's my time, thanks.
1: Yeah. Hey, Taryn Bucing, everyone. Namaste. All right, your next comedian, she just ran in the door from the outside. She is moist. Put your hands together. for. T- <laughs> I didn't mean that for that to be, like I thought it was going to be gross, but then when it came out of my mouth, I was like, Pam, you shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> She's probably still wearing a midriff. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Denise
5: Lee. Yay! Food cake, very moist. Um, hello, uh, hi. I'm Denise. Ooh, that was that was the floor. That was not anything else. There was a little, just saying, just saying. Um, anyway, uh, I'm Denise. I'm an immigrant to the Bay Area. Um, I come from a foreign country far away, which is, as you can probably tell, you now let's say it all together: Texas. Uh, I was born and raised in Texas, so when I first moved out to California, I was so freaked out by all the weird shit I saw, right? Like, uh, people were eating salads, uh, (laughs) like men walking down Castro Street naked, and women were making decisions about what to do with their own bodies. It was was nuts. It's crazy, like vegetables and the ability to get an abortion at the same time. That's a, a lot to take in for a Monday, right? Uh, anyway, people, people often ask, you know, like, what was it like growing up in Texas? Like, you know, like, what were your parents like? And, and honestly, like, they were pretty assimilated. Like, my dad was definitely a bit of an Asian redneck. Uh, he did not know this. But, yeah, he drove a pickup truck, and he also had a very large, or he still has a very large, like, uh, rifle rifle collection for hunting Um, it's confusing though because he's never gone hunting before and I know he doesn't keep all these guns for self-defense because he doesn't own any bullets (laughs) (laughs) his hobby is buying these rifles on ebay and then looking at the same rifles at base pro shop For full price, and then making fun of all the white people (laughs) who buy them for that much. And he's like, oh my God, Texas rednecks, they'll believe anything. And then he turns up the volume on Fox News and then just combs his (laughs) mullet. Know. I mean, I think it'd be better. I don't know why he couldn't pick like a more useful item to collect. Like at this point, his rifles are basically just like large sticks if someone invaded our home, right? Uh, we were very frugal growing up, and I know this because once our home did get burglarized. Yeah, like a bunch of a bunch of robbers came and um they really picked the wrong house because they didn't find anything of value to take. Like, the most they took was, like, some of my mom's jewelry, right? And she was devastated. It was, like, uh, her jade bracelets and her, like, gold necklaces. And she was just like, do you know how hard it is to find knockoff jewelry that looks this real these days? (sighs) They don't make them like that in New York Chinatown anymore, you know? Uh, my dad, meanwhile, was all upset because they did not touch his hunting rifle collection at all. He kept telling the policeman, like, oh my God, these people do not have good taste. And the policeman was like, yeah, liberals, am I right? Um, and then the policeman rode off on his horse. Um, okay, last thing, let's see how this one goes. Um, I tried Brussels sprouts for the first time in California. Brussels sprouts are so avant-garde, right? Like, I imagine one day an opportunistic chef was like, you know what would be edgy? If we cut up all these cabbage fetuses in half, roast the shit out of them in balsamic vinegar, and sell them above market value, so people think it's fancy, like the veal of cruciferous vegetables. All right, that one's okay. All right, I've been Denise, thank you. Yay, Denise! I just like the word cruciferous, that's
1: great cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and kale. Uh, Denise Lee, yay! Your next comedian, had a really great set at the punchline last night. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pete Palmer!
6: Oh, Alright, there we go. We're doing it. We're, we're, I need to be healthier. Uh, I'm not, not very healthy. Uh, my older brother's way healthier than me, uh, so I'm trying to get on, like, he just, he's vegan now, he switched to vegan recently, but he thinks it's annoying to tell people that he's vegan, he doesn't like the way that he sounds it, so if somebody ever, like, asks him if he, if he's vegan, he corrects them and he says, actually, I'm plant-based, um, which is interesting, because that's way more annoying, so... <laughs> <laughs> not sure if that was the goal, but, uh, you know, I guess, can't escape being annoying. Uh, It's, it's, uh, I I think it's, I I, I really get pissed off when, like, I think nowadays there's a lot of, like, straight white guys who are like, it's so hard to be a straight white guy now. And it's like, is it? There's nothing you can't do, you know? There's not, you're good to fucking do whatever. And it's also, like, there's been so many social movements in the past 20 years that have, like, benefited me directly. Like, as a straight white guy who's, like, kind of a piece of shit. Like, when I was a senior in high school, they started, the, like, the first social movement I can remember, they were like, free the nipple. And I was like, free the nipple? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm a social justice warrior now, so. <laughs> I have been in prison for far too long. I've been supporting this movement my entire fucking life. I didn't even realize. Hell yeah. And then, and then when I was, I'm from Washington State, and when I was 21, I turned 21, and and they legalized weed for people who are 21 and older that same year, which is like fucking amazing. Like, I got caught smoking weed on Christmas Eve, and it was totally chill. If that had happened like a year before, I would have been on all kinds of naughty lists. But it was, chill. I was just like smoking weed outside. My mom came out, and she's like, What are you doing? And I was kind of coy cool with it. I'm just like, I'm just having a little Christmas tree, you know? <laughs> and she was like, Well, guess you're an adult. But you should know your eyes are redder than Rudolph's nose right now. So, <laughs> all right, cool. That wasn't good. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe I you can only do one Christmas reference before everyone's like, fucking chill on the Christmas references. Okay. Uh, and then and then they just keep going. Like and then, like when I graduated college, um, they started the movement that was like, sex work is real work. Sex work is real work. And on that one, I was like, all right, maybe tone it back a bit. Like, there's only so much social progress that I can. Afford. I'm <laughs> already donating to this women's charity called OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'll I'll go to a parlor if I have to, but I I'd rather rather not be a financial ally in this situation. I uh, I I live with I got a three I got three roommates got a good roommate situation. Our roommates it's uh, three guys one girl three guys one girl. Whenever people hear that they're like oh three guys one girl three guys, that that one girl she just she must be really chill. Uh. It's like, hey, you ever consider that maybe the three of us are just super clean and considerate, huh, huh, huh? Because like we're not, but <laughs> neither is she. So it works out. Works out. We uh we we got uh, we call our, our apartment the Beef House. We have a good time. Uh, <laughs> we used to have jellyfish. We had a little jellyfish tank because uh, all four of us like uh, to get peed on. So. We got the non-stinging kind, but we kept that to ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, Our apartment's kind of messy, but I'm chill with it, you know? I like having a messy apartment. It means that, like, you're comfortable with each other. You're, like, good friends. It means that, like, you know, you ever go to a Sylvan's apartment, they got a bunch of roommates, and it's just spotless? They hate each other. Whatever friendship they have going there is one spilled Easy Mac away from total collapse. At my apartment, I one time put a hole in the ceiling. Everyone was chill with it. I, I like in my defense we used to have a pool table, so it's, you know, more reasonable. I feel like if you hear someone put a hole in the ceiling and there wasn't a pool table, they're like, they definitely have a drinking problem. But then if you hear that the apartment had a pool table, they're like, Oh yeah, no, they probably have a drinking problem. Uh okay. Um I I, I hate going to these clean apartments. I hate I feel on edge. I don't feel comfortable in like a clean apartment. You mean messy apartment. I hate walking these apartments. It's so many in San Francisco, these crate and barrel ass places you walk up and is some guy's like, oh, hey, uh, name's Jacob. Nice to meet you. Oh, Shoes Off House. And it's like, hey, if, if, you're, if you're not, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, if you're not, <laughs> I got one last fucking, thing. if you're not Asian and you're shoot Off House, that's cultural appropriation. I'm sorry. And I don't usually stand against micro-Russians, but I do when they inconvenience me. So, okay, cool. Thanks, guys.
1: Yay. Beat Bummer, everyone. Hooray, huzzah. All right. We have a couple comics left and we have plenty of time. It's really great. Your next comedian. It's good to see him back on the scene. Put your hands together for Nick Hulk. Yay!
7: Thank you. Can you hear me? Wasn't actually Oh, okay, it is working. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Um I was thinking the other day that I'm glad I'm glad that I'm not bisexual, because then I would feel uncomfortable around every gender. And right now, I at least have my straight guy safe space. Like, if I'm at a bar, I try to talk to like three girls, strike out with all of them, there'll be a group of dudes at the bar and I don't know them, they don't know me, but I can just go up to them and be like, dude, what are the odds every girl in here is a lesbian tonight? like, Dude, we were just talking about that. They're like, hey, do you like sports? I do like sports. Do you guys think hot girls are hot? Hot girls are so hot. <laughs> Bam. Just like that, groom's in his wedding. Straight guy friendships are so simple. The best. Hmm. Brady left. I think Brady said I looked uh, entitled, which I think is fair. I think I have kind of like resting. Do you know who my father is? Face. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty white. Uh, grew up in the the cul-de-sac jungles of Pleasanton, <laughs> nearby. Um, yeah, and I'm very white, and I feel like it gives me just like some white, some white knowledge that uh, <laughs> that maybe other races could use, like. Like there are certain songs that white people, especially white people my age, will always sing. And I think that could come in handy. Like if the great race war ever breaks out and you're not white and you get chased into an alley by a couple of white people, all you gotta do is just go like, one, two, one, two, three, coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. And all immediately, all of them will drop their tiki torches and be like, "Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. And then, and you can just make your way out of there. You could even come back a minute later, they're gonna be doing dirty dancing moves like, jealousy, turning saints into the sea. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping some of my, actually there aren't too many white people in here. I was hoping some of them might feel the call Join in on that. <laughs> um, didn't really have many ideas aside from that. Uh, I saw, I saw, okay, I was in the park and I saw a dude, maybe homeless, but clearly on a lot of drugs, just passed out on a bench, drooling on it. And I was like, I should dedicate that bench to a loved one. <laughs> you ever see those benches? And I'm just like, why? Why would you ever? Who Who's that for? Who wants that dedicated Like to be them once they're dead? Fresh idea.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: I had an idea for it, but all right, we'll just keep going with it. The only way that makes sense is if... It was for... No, it's stupid. I'm going to tap out. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Put your hands together, everyone, for Nick Hulk. Yay! He's back on the scene. That was very funny. Oh, good. Ernest made it. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody, Michael Bonds. Woo!
3: Wow. Thanks for that uh, rendition of You Can't Be Any Whiter. I appreciate that. If you were any more whiter, they'd be able to spread you across a piece of bread. I'm I'm telling you, man. (laughs) That was some pretty white shit right there, man. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, I've been going on Instagram. Anybody go on Instagram? Instagram people around here, man? You know, you see people that's try to, like, domesticate these lions and tigers and shit, man. Got them in their house and shit, chilling with them and shit, man. You know what I mean? Ain't that some crazy shit? I'm ready for a tiger to just eat one of these motherfuckers, right? Right on. The, I'm just, that's what I'm ready for, you know? 'Cause they be thinking they be fucking with these lions and tigers. You ever seen somebody that had a lion in their house in their living room playing with the motherfucker like he was a little cat or something? They got some crazy shit. You know, and it's not even a white dude that's doing it, you know? It's like, it's like it's like a dude from like India or Pakistan doing that shit. I'm like, wow, he's pretty fucking brave. You know? Shit, man. I'm just waiting for the tiger or the lion to just be like, you know what? I'm hungry, fuck this guy. Anyway uh anybody go over to the laundromat lately you guys are laundromat people in here you you don't look like you're a laundromat guy you're you're a laundromat person you go to the laundromat no okay okay because i went to the laundromat yesterday you know i haven't been to the laundromat in a while you know because before my my ex-wife was doing my laundry for me so now i gotta go by myself and first of all i'll say this don't go to the laundromat high as fuck right don't do that right don't smoke weed and go do your laundry that's not okay you know Cause you just might fuck up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know? you just might fuck up, you know. And then second of all, there is a such thing as a bad fucking laundromat. You know what I'm saying? There is, man. You ever put I was so fucking high the other day, I went in the laundromat and put six dollars in the damn machine and realized ten minutes later that the motherfucker wasn't even working. I was like, damn, I can't smoke weed before laundry. <laughs> I'm sitting there, standing, i pressing all the buttons and shit, I'm sitting there, staring at the motherfucker high as fuck for 10 minutes, okay, it's gonna move any second now, y'all, just stay the fuck away, it's gonna move any second now, you know, and after that, 10 or 15 minutes, I realized I was some good ass weed, you know what I'm saying <laughs> fuck the clothes, I was some good ass fucking weed, man, shit you know but life's good, you know, life's good, I, I told you earlier, I do go on Instagram and check out, you know, videos and shit like that, and one of the craziest things I've been looking at lately is food porn. You guys know what that shit is, food porn? You don't know what food porn is, man? Let me tell you something. When you open up your phone, look, she's like, I know what it is. <laughs> you you're a little too happy about that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Calm down over there. <laughs> no, it's but you know when you go on your phone and you open a motherfucker up and you're watching a macaroni and cheese being made and shit, you know what I mean? It's like they try to do some mixtapes to this shit. They throw a Drake song on to this shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear Drake when I'm watching a macaroni and cheese being made, you know? But the cold part is that shit is sexy as a motherfucker, ain't it? (laughs) I've never seen sexy food in my life, you know? I was like, damn, I'm going to jack off to this shit. Anyway, food porn is crazy, though, people. Food porn is crazy. I'm going to leave y'all with this. Uh, San Francisco, we got any uh, pot smokers in the house? Clap it up. Okay. We got any police officers in the house? Okay. I just might make that clear before I talk about this next joke, you know? No, but actually that's on my bucket list, man. I actually wanna walk up to a cop one day in San Francisco while smoking a highly-powered joint and ask the officer for directions. You know what I'm saying? Like, excuse me, officer. I seem to be lost. (laughs) You know what I mean? I seem to be lost. I'm hitting this weed a little, this legal marijuana a little too hard, and I need some directions, officer. Do you mind getting your hand off your gun for me? Thank you, sir. Hey, y'all, that's been my time. I'm Mike Bonds.
1: Yay. Mike Bonds. Hooray. That's good new joke at the end. I haven't heard that before. Uh, clap your hands together for your next comedian, Ernest Evangelista. Yeah.
3: Come on. Shake the bank. Do whatever it takes.
8: Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Yo? Can you hear me? Cool. Uh, my Sorry. My voice is hoarse. I was at the Travis Scott concert. It was pretty lit. it's pretty lit because everyone died in the hellfire hey guys um can you hear me okay uh on to lighter topics let's talk about abortion guys how do you guys feel about all the abortions that are not happening in texas what you what you feel about that Okay, whatever. You don't want to find a solution to it? Okay. You know who I blame this on? Joe Rogan. Not because of his politics, but ever since Joe Rogan moved to Texas, a lot of douchey celebrity liberals moved to Texas. Am I right, guys? It wasn't the right type of celebrity. You know who would have been the best celebrity for that? David Blaine. (laughs) Think about this think about this sir i seen david blaine pull the ace of spades out of a man's mouth imagine what he could do with the embryo think about it (laughs) think about it miss 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 you say you're pregnant check your pockets (laughs) check your pockets right now check your pockets what is that that's an embryo mind freak okay i was working on that i don't know um let me talk about um, other topics. Who here's grandparents are still alive? Some of them. <laughs> Lucky, all mine's are dead. Shout out to COVID. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't COVID. It was it was Trump. Um, okay, one. My she died in 2017. Don't worry, guys. But you know, one of the last things my grandma did right before she died. Vote for Trump. And I was like, grandma, she's on her deadbed dying from like COVID before, but it's 2017. It's crazy. <laughs> Always ahead of the courage, grandma. Okay. um, But she's like coughing. She's like, <coughs> and I was like, grandma, why did you vote for Trump? Don't you know he's going to take away your Obamacare and like create a healthcare system where COVID is moving around? So I told her this in 2017 and she was like, yes. That's what I voted for. I want to die. You're a bad uh, grandson, and you're bad at comedy. So, was she wrong? No. Also, she says I act too black. Um, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty black, guys. I have a baby mama. I have a biracial baby. He's half black, half Filipino. Originally, I went named two Pacquiao. Tupac would have been a cool name. He's like a boxer and a rapper, and he sings karaoke. All right, guys, I will let you guys go. Have a good night. Yeah, that's
1: an incredibly funny joke. Check your pockets. No, it was. I like that very much. That was rad, Ernest. Everyone should go see Ernest, or they should go be a part of Ernest's amazing new open mic at Gestalt. On 16th Street, it's really great, and it starts at 8, which means you can go to my open mic first, (laughs) and then you can go to his open mic. So, and tomorrow, actually, oh, not tomorrow? Oh, okay, not tomorrow. Oh, I got the only game in time. No, not the only. There's a lot of them. No, but tomorrow, there's actually 12 pre-sales of free tickets, which is nuts. So, there's actually going to be real people tomorrow at OMG. I'm like, oh, yeah. That... (laughs) So that two for one drink special, I didn't even know about, I've been drinking $7 beers every Tuesday there. I could have been getting wasted for like, I know and I never knew that's because they can't, I mean, why is it? It's a beautiful place. Why is it empty? That's what I, I didn't know about the two for one and I've been going there and I didn't know. Okay. I wanted, I just wanted to talk, I just wasted time. I'm sorry I wasted your time, but I wanted to, I just wanted to run my vegan jokes. Cool. Are you a vegan? Well, I am it? Yeah, though no, that was great. Like vegans, I, I don't hate vegans. I actually really like vegans. I'm I'm really fond of them. Like I go home at night and finger my butthole and think about interesting ways to f- save them because I you know, I perseverate. I think about it. I feel terrible for them. They don't eat cheese. Cashew cheese is not cheese. It does not melt. And if I had to choose between sex or cheese for the rest of my life, I'm 100% going cheese. So how can any vegan ever be happy? Like, they must just be so miserable and wrinkled. I'm just like, let me help you. So <laughs> I want to. I just, they confuse me because I don't understand. They eat bread. I fed bread to a vegan the other day. <laughs> I did. And I was like, you're a vegan. You eat bread? And they said, well, yeah. And I was like, but wait a minute. I bake bread all the time. And you take yeast and it's dormant. Right? And then you put it in a bowl, and you feed it. You make it alive. You put a water, and you give it a little sugar, a little bit of milk, little. And then you make it alive, and it It burps and farts. And then you make it into your dough, and, you, and then it, it burps and farts. in The dough. You enslave it to make your dough rise, and then you turn on the oven, and you murder entire cultures. <laughs> Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. <laughs> Bread is some. I'm like these. (laughs) They're crazy. No, I won't. I used to be a nanny, and I wouldn't nanny for anyone unless they had at least five kinds of cheeses in their cheese drawer. Like I just like walk right into the kitchen and be like, uh huh, the baby and the and and the schedule, uh huh. Nine cheeses, nine kinds of cheeses. Yes, I'm taking the job. There's nine. I didn't mean to be doing a German thing. I don't German easy. Thank you, but I want to feed them. I want them to eat real food. So I thought that what I could do is uh, I could use my body the way it got intended, not to birth a baby, because gross, uh, but to milk my breasts, right? Because it's 100% consent-based milk and I can turn it into cheese to save the vegans. Vegans breastfeed their children. And that's what I'm supposed to say. It's 100% consent-based milk. I gave you the punchline too early. But the thing is, I eat and smoke so much marijuana that when we pump my titties, 22% fat. To make that cheese, you know, it's going to melt. It's going to be so smooth. <laughs> right? But I can make TH cheese. <laughs> and then the, thank you. And then, yeah, but then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? Can I finally reach Reed Singularity? Okay, I did exactly four minutes. Yay me. Um, thank you all for being here. Was there any, there was like, it seemed like there might have been one other comic, but they didn't show. And so, um, everybody clap it up for Chad. He's been running the ones and twos all night. He's training. He's going to have a new show. Thank you all so much for staying. This is super great. And um, please come to OMG tomorrow night. Um, I like I produce shows six nights a week now, which is Stupid and I have no idea why I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm going to die soon. So I'm just going to make it faster <laughs> by working harder. But so there's OMG Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Asiento at 7.30. First and third Thursdays at the Bon Dolores. But I just picked up Emperor Norton's Booze Land And we're going to do that this week. It's the first one, 11, 11 So please come support. And um, all the shows are free. It's really just about bringing business to the local businesses that got fucked from COVID. So go to Emperor Norton's, buy some booze and I'll see you guys all soon. Yay.
4: best in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
9: Sometimes you got to
8: On a raft without a patch.
9: Black Black Plastic Radio dot Come on. Leafy leaf leaf oney tree bur fly 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 Nasty, nest, nest cloudy cloud cloud windy windy grassy night. grass grass. Rainy, grass. Rain, rain, Drain, rain tree tree muddy tree. mud mud dog dog dog, dog. Running, run run quicky quick quick mm-hmm. Betty. Thing he says grow, Leaf, leaf, leaf. I'm out. Shake it up, shake it up. Sun. Girl, you ought to be on TV. On oh, Soul Train. When you get to groove, there ain't no stunting. Just can't help it. I feel like move You got me move. so far, and you're right on time, girl, you're driving me out of my mind, yeah, if it wasn't for the girls, sitting next to me, I'm just right out, right out of my seat. You you've got Summer Tell me. I'm your eyes. Blue,
7: brown, and vertebrae.
9: Rapture of the death.
7: You get enough nitrogen in your blood to trip out. i am tripped for fair down there.
9: Very deep. Crazy Caldwell down the
7: cliff. Up from the island, it
9: fucking drops off the land. I called well them, oh They're waving me down, like using the exact same gestures as on camera, player lights, wave, wag, Boy, girl shows a day.
7: Admission is.
9: If you listen, you can hear birds sing and flowers grow. If you listen, you can hear my love for you just grow in the silence. That's where. I to you. grass grass, grass.